Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend and watch every single episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime, and we talk about what Chibi Chibi is and why Chibi Chibi is, mostly, I think, right? Oh, well, I mean, that comes we up have, a lot. We have, we have no answers. I will warn you of that right now, but sure. hopefully we'll get there. <laughs> Today we are watching... Episode 187. We're, we're closing in. Closing in on the finish line. It is called The Shining Power of a Star, Chibi Chibi's Transformation. <gasps> Spoiler. <laughs> okay. Uh, we were originally supposed to record this like four days ago. I do not remember Chibi Chibi transforming. I'm sure we will figure it out as we go. <laughs> it, it, it happens. She transforms. Like the <laughs> What's she transform into? A sailor scout. <laughs> what? A Sailor Scout. <laughs> that does not sound correct. It is no. what happens in this episode. Mm. I mean, a Sailor Soldier, technically, but same thing. <laughs> that is, I am suspicious of that. But to help us navigate these complex waters, uh, we have invited someone that uh, I've been looking forward to having on the show for quite a while. Uh, Kat Marusik is here. Kat, welcome to the show. Hello. I'm happy to be here. I love this episode a lot. <laughs> <It's>, oh. <laughs> Chibi Chibi is actually an afterthought to the plot, mostly, of this episode, yeah. which I think is okay, great. Thank you. Title. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I feel like we've we haven't had anybody on for an episode that they love for a little while. Oh. This is this is one of my favorites of the season. I think it's quite good. This one, this one and, and the one that comes directly after it are, yeah. are both well, quite good, in my opinion. You're on the right part of the, the season, I guess. Yeah, you, you <laughs> lucked out. A fortuitous occurrence. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, thank you, Kat, because now I feel better because I was like, I'm pretty sure this episode's about, say, a play in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> no, it absolutely is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and roping but, Usagi into his schemes. But it does happen. Mm-hmm. But, and it you'll does. see it. You'll see it again. Yes. Well, we will We will get to that shortly. But for now, we need to, we need to meet our new friend. Uh, Kat, what is your history with Sailor Moon? It is a, a long, a long history. I think I would say it started me with me seeing it on Toonami. Um, I know it was on, I think, USA first, but I did not see it until Toonami. And around the same time, let's see, that would have been, good lord, how many millions of years ago? Okay, so approximately in 1998, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, I managed to uh, start seeing it on Toonami. And I was like, oh my god, what is this? It's got girls, and only mainly girls in the cast. And they're doing awesome stuff, and I love this. And then I think the manga came out sometime around the same time. Or at least uh, in uh, Dallas, where I grew up, it started being available around the same time. Not not a whole lot of... Uh, available manga in a in good old dallas texas but um sure but yeah. now did you get it in the like uh, paperback like tenkoban form or did you get it in the chicks comics with an <laughs> x 
with two X's. Oh. Was, that, was that mix mix zine or was that Tokyo yeah. Pop still at that point? No, that was mix before Tokyo Pop. That's right. Yeah. Oh my god, wild and moly. Um, I saw it first in the uh, mix scene or like the the Chex comics, but then um, I think it was a trip to Barnes and Noble, maybe one of the few places that actually had a very tiny manga section at the time. Uh, I got the, I started to get the, the serialized collected, um, manga volumes and that was apparently exactly my jam because it started a lifelong obsession <laughs> and it's, it's such a delightful thing. Like, I don't know, it's been kind of like a three line for things that I really love. Um, my first exposure to anime in general. And now as an adult with all of the, I think it started, was it the 20th anniversary? They started coming back with all the merchandise and the new series. And I was like, oh, yes, I have disposable income now. I am one adult. I can buy these things. It is the perfect timing for me. So, um, yeah, but it's one of those things that I've just kind of always really loved and cherished because it, it just hit me at that right time. It was maybe like 12, I think, at the time when it came out. Very formative. It must have been the, the 25th anniversary where they started bringing it back, right? I think it was. I think it was the 25th anniversary because the 20th anniversary, they started to make some merch again. And then the 25th anniversary is, I think, when they started releasing Crystal. The newer wait, animated wait, wait, series. wait. What year? Wait, I have to do this. That was, <laughs> that was 2014 when Crystal and... Right, uh, I think so. So Okay, so the, you know what? It was. I think it was around the 15th when they started putting like the manga and stuff back out again. Um, right, but then it yeah, was a little while up, after that before that they really started coming back. So I think you're, maybe you're right. Maybe it's the 20th then. Yeah, it was... I, um, uh, I think I maybe the 20th when they started releasing like... Oh gosh, what are they called? I think it's Fig Arts. Fig Arts, the nice, the nice figures oh, and things. Oh, sure. Now and, that makes sense because I did buy all of those at uh, San Diego Comic Con, and yep. wink, wink, used them for a new story at Comics Alliance. And the new story was <laughs> I bought a shitload of Sailor Moon action figures, so they were a tax write off. Nice. <laughs> I I had um I had started getting into like I started working into animation around when those came out, and they were uh uh reference materials on my taxes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely. So. I was like, oh my, I can I can buy these and have them on as a tax write-off. Huh. Oh no, what will yeah, I do? This podcast is a business. <laughs> uh, it's a sailor business. We will occasionally get like emails oh, yeah. uh, trying to sell me boat parts. Yep. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> that took me half a second. Yeah. Every now and then I will search for just like the, the words sailor business on Twitter to see if anyone's talking about the show. Mm -hmm. And I, there are a bunch of like spam accounts that they always, they always have like the same quote and it's like, you know, a calm sea never made a, you know, never made an experienced sailor hashtag sailor business. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, that's a different thing you're thinking of. Oh my goodness. Uh, so yeah, you, as you said, you are in animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did did that come as a result of, of getting into Sailor Moon and just watching that episode with the magic pencils? Or, or was Sailor <laughs> Moon because you already liked uh, animation and, and cartoons and art? I think they kind of fed each other a little bit. Like when I was a kid, I, I've been drawing for like forever, but also like... Right around then, like mid 90s is when I was like, 
let's say like late elementary school through middle school through like my freshman year like that's when i would really start to solidify like hey maybe i can do art as a as a thing people people have jobs where they draw things all the time and i i kind of dig that so then i kind of threw myself into it and uh seeing seeing that animator uh animator girls episode in the good lord was that first season that was first season Woo. Yeah. wow <laughs> um, really jeez it's so long ago yeah because they're drawing the sailor v movie right 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 oh man why does That's that right. movie exist <laughs> i would love it but yeah um yeah that uh i would say it definitely influenced me in in a way that like i started getting more interested in um anime and also getting interested in animation as a possible job um and i kind of came to animation in a in a roundabout way like i didn't head here straight out of school or anything it sort of was a little bit happenstance through um deviant art of all things <laughs> oh deviant art wow. yeah <laughs> i have a, a very roundabout story about how i came to animation but um but yeah, Sailor Moon has definitely been a big influence on me, just for my art style and and uh, my career choice and, and things like that. So, did you draw Sailor Moon fan art? Oh my god, I still do. <laughs> did you have an OC, and if so, what was her name and power? Of course, she was Sailor Starlight, and she threw meteors. Amazing. <laughs> I, love it. I don't even have to pause i know that i still oh no i need to dig up smart of her now i'm sure it's still here somewhere. Yeah, please do <laughs> or, or like draw a new one with like your your adult uh skills in art which are i have seen a lot of your art and it is fantastic so imagine oh. what you could do with your ocs now oh my god it would be so powerful oh yes okay thank you good ideas <laughs> All right, so we have we have our questions. Jordan, would you like to would you like to to give Kat the questions? Uh, yeah. Uh, so obviously, the easy ones uh, were always his favorite Sailor Scout, unless you're Chris. <laughs> I love them all. You know, I oscillate a little bit. It's usually somewhere between uh, Pluto and Mercury. Ami Ami is one that I can relate to real hard with because I was kind of a book nerdy child as as a youth. But also, especially in this season and in this episode in particular, you you see behind the uh, cool, calm mirror water surface that that she is a thirsty gal. <laughs> Very relatable. Oh, <laughs> well, I think that that brings us to a very, uh, very obviously to the next question, which is, <laughs> what do you think of my ships? <laughs> oh, you mean cookbook? I, I do mean cookbook. <laughs> oh, that's that's such a sigh. Oh no, I'm still so proud of that name. <laughs> it's a good one. I do, I do like cookbook. I think the only other person like I would, I would necessarily ship Ami with if we're if we are to go down that route. I actually really like her with with Neptune because they have that good good like rivalry going on. But no, I think cookbook is really cute and. I, I don't think Ami would necessarily, I think she would understand like the technical points of cooking, but she would definitely need Mako to cook things for her. That's fair. Uh, I think it would be a cute so, relationship. Wait, 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 wait. We learned uh, about this. Uh, what was it? You have, like, what is the, we learned like the secret of cooking in an episode earlier this season. And I can't remember what it was. 
Oh. It's probably like heart. You cook with heart. Like that's the- It's probably love. Yeah. It's probably love. <laughs> it's in this show, so it's probably love. Oh, that's right. Because um she goes on the uh Mako goes on the cooking show with uh right. Tai Taiki, I think. Well, and Usagi, but yes. <laughs> is she is she really on the show or is she is she decoration for the show? What's <laughs> her heart? I love Usagi. She I'll, although I will say I have to probably admit that i'm the most like usagi because i relate to her real hard there you go she's the best uh well which brings us to the the other relationship question which is uh what do you think of her and mamo chan the late great hated canon ship (laughs) late mamo chan i have i have many thoughts about this but i'll boil it down to mamo is terrible early on He's just an asshole. <laughs> Pardon my spicy language, but he's just a jerk early on. And like, he doesn't really get interesting until season three, I think. Because then you start to see his relationships with the other girls. Like, there's that really nice episode where um, Ami is questioning her herself. She's like, am I, am I only good at, at books? Like, what is this? Do I want to be a doctor? I don't know. I don't know. And then she has the race, I think, with um, Mishiru and... She and Mamo have a nice little heart to heart. And like those relationships where he's talking to, you know, people and being a people yeah, yeah. <laughs> instead of just making fun of Usagi is when he gets most interesting. So I like him better as the series goes on. But also, I think Seiya and Usagi are really interesting, although Usagi is totally not like on the same level of like regarding him as a person. <laughs> she just thinks he's the same. <laughs> The annoying jerk who's just like, oh my god, just stop. Why are you here, yep. Mama? So, um, a little bit of both. I, I I do not really like Mama early on, but I think he gets better as the series progresses. Okay. Miraku Romansu. <laughs> <laughs> I think there there is a way to make Mama good, and the show sure. does not do it. No. And I am not sure Naoko Takeuchi does it either. <laughs> well, I think the fairest assessment, though, is when people point out that, like, why would they want to waste their time on on him? He's not the point. Right. Like, yeah, you could make him a, a compelling character, but he's just the eye candy. Right. He's he's um he's kind of taking the stock princess like damsel character almost because he's constantly uh dying (laughs) dying or uh getting kidnapped or like getting hurt and um even though he shows up and gives words of encouragement and cheerleads he doesn't really do much of anything and usagi is leaving him all of the time so i think it's a little bit of that role reversal where you see like maybe there's like the girlfriend character and she doesn't really do much but she's there and she's supportive and this is like a little bit of a flip of that because you're right like mama's not the point usagi is the point so it's a little bit of that i think we don't need mamo he's fine mamo he's not the point but he makes her happy so let her have this right (laughs) well except that he's dead now so he's Um, dead now god but she's still writing letters to him poor thing listen maybe he's not dead we didn't see a body (gasps) uh what do you think about chibi The, the again the former person chibi (laughs) <laughs> not on the show anymore with the, with the former person is she well, no longer a person i actually have 
a slight update on that, but let's uh, let, let's answer the question an, first. Okay, continue. Chibiusa, I have interesting, like, an, an interesting reversal with her, because when I was younger, I thought she was just annoying. <laughs> but now, now as an adult, I'm like, oh, you know what? She was like a little kid in the beginning, and she was annoying as heck. But as I grew older, like, I kind of see more of her progression now. Like, she's she's just an irritating little butt when you first see her, especially that first season, because she's just like a child, an actual child. And oh, goodness, children. <laughs> but but she she has some interesting growth as she goes along. And as an adult, I appreciate more now like, oh, yeah, she's she's an actual like four year old. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> Um, the update I wanted to, I mean, I listen, I agree with you, except that I just, I mean, again, I have a child and I like having a child. <laughs> I think he's great. He's a million times better than Chibi. Does he fall out of the sky and hold a gun to your head? He doesn't. And yell at you for, for jewels? No, he does not do oh. any of those things. I mean, he's a child, so he yells at me sometimes. But <laughs> does, does he have your exact hairstyle? No, I mean Good. we both do. We both do buzz our hair, our hair, but I don't. I oh. have the part in the front, and he doesn't have that. Mm. But I was going to give you this update, which is uh, we got a message on Twitter from a, a fan named Aaron who says, "Let me show you this uh, this tweet. I'm going to put it in the chat." There was an episode. Uh, well, here's what they said: Just got to Sailor Business episode 184, where the guys notice that Usagi goes to the attic and doesn't pause to think about Chibiusa sleeping there. Well, we did get the whole remembering Chibiusa in the attic scene back in episode 173, but you know things were different then. And there are some pictures now. I again, I don't know which of these comes from what, but it kind of makes it look like Chibiusa got Marty McFlyed. Like there was a picture <laughs> that had Chibiusa in it, and. Then at a different point, it did not have a picture of GBUs in it. Ooh. Take a look at this. Ooh, well, dang. No. Okay. First of all, that was my theory, if you'll recall, for all of Supers, <laughs> was that this was a this was a distinct Chibiusa from the Sailor Moon R Chibiusa. Mm. Because of time shenanigans, we were not getting the Chibiusa who had her birthday forgotten. Oh. Right, right, right. Oh, but you know what? Actually, as I look closer at these pictures, they're not identical. They they're very similar mm. because Yusagi is holding onto Mamo's arm in a very similar way, but she's wearing different clothes. He's wearing different clothes. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, and you know that's his standard. Uh that's it. That's definitely his standard photo pose. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, are we gonna do one of those montages where there's a million pictures of him and he looks exactly the same and you line his face up? You know what I'm talking yes. about? Yeah. yeah. Somebody do that. Which you could not do with anyone else on this show. <laughs> <laughs> They're too expressive. All right. So maybe maybe she didn't get Marty McFly out of existence, which is unfortunate, but there you are. Uh-oh. But we we know that she hasn't been Marty McFly out of existence because Ami talked about her recently. Yep. You're right. right. Well, no, but you know what? I, it, it, I I don't think we should turn this into the the te- technical aspects of Marty McFlying people because part <laughs> of me I was going to say should she would remember him. It's the future Ami that wouldn't remember her, but right. this is complicated and let's stop. Right. <laughs> okay. I know. I know the manga gets into one tiny thing, like one thing. I think in this in this arc in the stars arc, I think when Mamo 
disappears slash is killed uh, at one point, uh, Chidiusa actually does start to disappear. Oh, so there you go. Yeah, yeah it's, I have to think about exactly like which chapter that was in, but but they do they do address it slightly. So you're saying that currently Chibi does not exist because Mom is <laughs> yeah, dead. Probably not actually. <laughs> Again, not answering any of my questions about Chibi Chibi. No, no. Chibi Chibi, Chibi Chibi is interesting. Well, we'll we'll, we'll see. Yeah, right. And they don't. I I think overall in the anime they don't cover it even as much. And the manga is still kind of vague about it as well. Although it it does say a little bit more about her towards the end. Oh, Chibi Chibi weird little tiny person <laughs> tiny 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 oh, that is what she is small soul well chris you're gonna you're gonna be shocked by what happens because apparently you've completely forgotten what happens in this episode <laughs> yeah no kidding before we get to the episode though oh uh i have two pieces of sailor business business <gasps> actually i guess i have three okay one of them of course the pins uh, we have the the brand new tuxedo Melvin pins. I guess I should finally put that picture up. Jordan, did you put one on the Twitter for everybody? No, I thought you I thought you did put a picture up. Nope, <laughs> sure didn't. <laughs> oh, I, for some reason I thought you put one up on on Patreon. But all right, by the time you hear this, I will have put one up. Uh, and I know that uh, I've seen a lot of people uh, re-upping their pledges to fifteen to make sure they get that. Uh, just want everybody to. Uh, remember that if you are at 15 when the uh, june payments go through on june 1st uh, then you will get one of those pins if you're international please pledge more (laughs) or stick around for a while Uh, i have some shipping supplies on the way and i'm very excited to get those to the people sailor business thing number two uh this week is my wedding anniversary Happy anniversary. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, which means it's also the anniversary of when my wife and I started dating because we got married on the same day for convenience. Oh. Uh, so that we would not have to memorize. Uh, you got married the day, day you started dating? Wow. Yeah. Same that day, is... but it was three years after. I know. Planning. I was just pretending <laughs> it was the same day. And as longtime listeners of the show might recall, the way my wife and I started dating was that uh, we started watching Sailor Moon together uh, over skype back when it uh started coming back on hulu which is why i know exactly when uh sailor moon started (laughs) on hulu in 2014 very good so one of uh one of many things and the best thing that uh sailor moon has brought into my life my wife the other thing which if i can pivot pretty hard from (laughs) how much I love my wife to what I was doing right before we started recording. Uh, I have been playing uh, fire pro wrestling quite a bit lately, um, which it, do you know about fire pro cat? Uh, I, I don't really, I know somebody who's playing it though, but, but please, because the name fascinates me and I want to know more. <laughs> it is a uh, long running series of Japanese wrestling games. Right. Uh, I first got obsessed with it when I was in high school, when I was like 15, uh, playing it on a Super Nintendo emulator uh, because it was never released in America. It wasn't released in America until the Game Boy Advance versions. 
uh, because the creation system was super granular and very extensive. And that is how I, uh, a young person with the mind of an obsessive collector, uh, <laughs> learned all the names of the wrestling moves because they were in, uh, let's say, moderately poorly translated <laughs> English. <laughs> in that case. Nice. Fire Pro Wrestling World is the newest one. And uh, I have been downloading a lot of wrestlers from that people have made from the internet. Uh, I have been, you know, making a couple of my own. I made uh, my other podcast co-host, Matt Wilson, uh, as a wrestler. Because, you know, I always make myself to play through the story mode. And I was like, well, I should have, should have a partner. I should have a tag team partner. So I made Matt. But tonight, I decided that uh, a thing I was going to do to relax uh, over the weekend was I am going to make all of the Sailor Senshi. Oh. As, uh, oh. But here's yes. the thing. I'm I'm not going to just make the Sailor Senshi. Although you can they they do have like there there is a Sailor Fuku. And weirdly enough there's like an anime head in that Ooh. game that's very upsetting. <laughs> that's the best description, very upsetting. <laughs> yeah, highly upsetting anime head. But I'm I'm not just going to make the Sailor Senshi, I'm going to make it the Sailor Senshi if they were professional wrestlers and not Sailor Senshi. <laughs> uh, which I know sounds complicated, but I'm very excited about it. No, that's perfect. It's a crossover. That is the crux of so much fan art online. That That's yeah. perfect. So I, th- the only one that I've made so far is I started with Makoto because uh, I figured she would be very easy. And she is. Uh, because she is a very straightforward uh, shoot fighter. She, she's, a, she's an MMA-style fighter. Nice. Uh, I'm going through all of her moves now and giving her uh, a lot of very hard strikes. And the uh, that uh, judo throw that we see in her first appearance, I made sure she has that. She's also got like the, the, the power moves, like the lift, lift you above her head moves. Yes. Uh, and I'm using, uh, I'm using the Miss Dream... Uh, or no, I'm using the uh, Guardians of Order book to make sure that I get like accurate height and weight for the oh, Sailor Senji as well. Nice. Uh, I think I'm. I'm pretty. I think I'm going to do Usagi last. <laughs> Makoto is going to be like a like a shoot fighter, like a UFC fighter. Ray is going to be like a Great Muda style, like weird fire breathing monster wrestler. <laughs> Like she's gonna be like a weird Undertaker and Kane sort of wrestler, which I think will be very fun. Uh, Ami's gonna be a uh, submission technician, <laughs> and uh, Minako is going to be a uh, just a a very she's gonna be a performer. <laughs> she's gonna have all the all the taunts. I that think. is correct. Yes, good. Uh, all the big flashy moves. Uh, I'm, I'm actually very excited about this if anyone's interested um, you can get Fire Pro on PS4 I think it might still be on sale oh neat uh, if, if you I, I would not advise getting it if you are not already very interested in pro wrestling <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, if anybody wants them let me know and I think I can upload the Sailor Senshi to uh, the the website so you can check them out and download them once I'm done. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll take I'll take some pictures. I'll, I'll take some screenshots and and uh, and put them online for everybody. Cool. Excellent. I think um, 
gosh, which which one of the fighting games was it? Oh, uh, now I can't remember. But uh, there was one of the fighting games. They're on like five or six iterations of it now. But um, you can customize characters. And uh, a friend of mine and I one time just made all the Sailor Scouts because we could. Because that's what you should do. Whenever you have custom character customization, you should just make your faves. That's what that's for. Yeah. I see nothing. It's not problematic at all. <laughs> I don't usually like download like the fictional characters because you know they've done this in like the like the WWE 2K games as well. Right. Had like pretty extensive libraries online, and I rarely get them. So this is mainly for me. But there are some complete weirdos out there <laughs> who are making like the cast of Breaking Bad that you can play uh, in this Japanese pro wrestling game. Cool. Weirdly enough, no Sailor Moon. That, well, no, there's one Sailor Moon and she doesn't look good on Aww. the website right now. No offense. Sorry, you did not make a good Usagi. <laughs> this is why you have to save Usagi for last. You need to, you have to put time and attention into it to, to make it right. The hair is going to be very difficult to get Ooh, right. The hair is very particular. Good luck. Godspeed. Thank you, Kat. Uh, so with that, I think I'm ready to to dive into this episode that I don't remember. Let's do it. <laughs> with with the, the tiny post device child. All right, here we go. All right, we are watching episode 187 of Sailor Stars, which is called, according to Viz, uh, slash uh, Hulu, The Shining Power of a Star, Chibi Chibi's Transformation. Uh, it was written by Ryota Yamaguchi. The director was Takuya Igarashi. Uh, the animation director was Miho Shimigosa. Uh, and it originally aired on September 14th, 1996. And you know what that means? What? My my sister is a, is about to turn uh, 18. Uh, congrats? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's that's all I got. Uh, but we are not satisfied with that uh, that original title. We always like to give the episode uh, titles of our own as though they were <laughs> imported by the very terrible translators at Deacon Cloverway. Uh, so we will start with you, Kat. What is your terrible title for this episode? Oh, boy. You know, I should have thought about this a lot more. <laughs> I think the, the thing I wanted to name it was actually uh, a mashup of the two real Deke names. Because I think they they just missed it. They got so close. But uh, I really wanted to just be Angels in the Outfield because because I watched that movie on the Disney Channel way too many times. Jordan, do you have a uh, terrible title? Yeah, I am also trying to think of twists on baseball movie names. Like I was like... Field of Screams, um, <laughs> Eight Sailors Out. Like uh, it could be, it could be uh, Bull Tokyo, Bull Tokyo, Bull Juban. Now I get it. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. Which this episode bummed me out. I was telling Jordan this earlier. Uh, this episode bummed me out because I live in Durham and I have season tickets to the Durham Bulls, uh, oh. which I which I do not have this year. Now yeah. <laughs> for reasons. reasons. It's it look that is a that is a minor complaint. <laughs> it's a minor problem. Uh, I have a title. I I went in a different direction. 
What way did you go? Uh, my title is Who's on First? Uh... <laughs> oh, I love that skit. I haven't seen... Was that Laurel and Hardy? I haven't seen that in so long. Avent Costello. Very close. Avent Costello, Avent Costello. That's right. Oh, my goodness. I thought that was a fun one. <laughs> All right. I'm into it. All right. So as you can tell, a lot of baseball content in this episode. <laughs> Because there's a sports tournament going on, which is not usually a shoujo thing. That's usually a shonen thing. But here mm-hmm. we are. It's tournament days. They're real hyped about it, except Usagi, because it's a sport. And she says no. Yeah. No, thank you. Which this this letter to Mamo at the beginning is the wildest collection of shots <laughs> that I think we have ever gotten in oh, the were... episode preview. Yeah, you were talking about the preview part? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bizarre. Uh, but this begins with, uh, we've got Usagi, we've got Makoto, and we've got Minako, and they are talking about this upcoming sports tournament. Events, volleyball, that's Mina. Basketball, you know Makoto can dunk on people. Uh, <laughs> dodgeball, probably also Makoto's sport, if we're being honest. <laughs> mm, uh, yeah. dod- dodgeball, kind of the 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 combination of Makoto and Minako. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, good point. And uh, finally, of course, softball. Softball. The great Jubanian pastime. So, <laughs> yes. So, um, as you said, you know, obviously, I, I just want to call her Venus for some reason. Obviously, Venus is going to be doing volleyball, but not just because she's good at it, but because she's planning to use volleyball skills to get who is it taiki to fall in love with her? Yeah. yeah uh the asshole i mean they're all yeah, assholes. you can do better mina <laughs> you can do better absolutely and so yeah she literally said she's gonna do her what was it she's gonna do her set of love and then he'll do his spike of love and mm-hmm. then they will gross yeah yeah <laughs> euphemisms uh so then uh and then uh Makoto's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to play basketball, but not just because Yatsen is doing basketball, totally not because of that. Um, but it's but it's at least partially because of that. <laughs> and then Yusagi's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then Seiya walks up and goes, she's going to play softball with me. I already told everybody that's what she's doing. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, please tell me if you're going to force me to do things. <laughs> Yeah, that's a bit presumptuous of you. <laughs> I also want to point out that Ami during this scene just like slides in. She's like, oh, these things are all co-ed, aren't they? Is that yeah. why you're doing them? And she has her perv glasses on. And I'm like, mm, Ami knows. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ami is also reading a book that is called Difficult Math. Yes. Love it. It's very good. Now, can I just say something about these girls, though, at this point? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Moving on. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. Order. You know what? I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. They have no cool at all. Like, no. how many months have they been fucking hanging out with these dipshit <laughs> asshole famous people, and they're still going, oh my god, I get, to, I get to be there with that person for like five minutes? Oh my lord. Mm-hmm. Like, get over it. <laughs> they're just dudes. Yeah, Usagi's <laughs> the only one that's cotton on that they're kind of actually real hella lame. <laughs> she, she's she's the smart one in all this she's like god those guys are just annoying god oh my god yeah 
It's good. Th- good thing I have my eighty-four-year-old dead boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, she seriously, how many that. how many times do you have to hang out with a celebrity before you stop like, like, like thinking they're yeah, yeah. thinking they're the best thing in the world every time you walk near them? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, Jordan, are you still starstruck when when you get to record with me? No, I'm over it. The internet's Chris Sims. <laughs> See, I'm over it. That's what I'm. This is what I'm saying. Wow, oh, I'm actually very hurt by that. This bit oh. turned hurtful. Wait, but you shouldn't <laughs> be hurtful because well, you shouldn't. Here, I'm, let me explain your own joke to you. You shouldn't think it's hurtful Thanks, because buddy. I accepted that you were a celebrity and and said yes, you are a celebrity. And Even also, a people. but I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> what a friendship. <laughs> yeah yeah so so they have no chill uh they're they're all still still uh freaking out about this and speaking of people who who are freaking out about the celebrities all the all the all the other girls of the school are also sitting there going oh why are they always hanging out with saya and it's like slow down girls saya's always hanging out with them yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> this this is not saya's party <laughs> His name ain't in the title of the show. <laughs> yeah, they, actually, I guess his name is in the title of the show because yeah, it is now called it is. Sailor Stars now. Yeah. yeah. So, in now, fact, yeah, you're, you're right. Shaggy's no longer the lead character. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. I hate even it saying was that. Taiki all this time. Oh God. <laughs> uh, speaking of like, there's a there's a scene here where Ami is like, Usagi just doesn't understand Seiya's star power, and I would have changed my opinion of this season in a heartbeat if it just cut to Seiya looking directly at the viewer and going, "Sailor Starlight power, <laughs> that is." Oh. <laughs> you would have changed it to this is awful, or I would have changed it to. Uh, too it's even better oh uh you would have liked chibi chibi if that happened yeah sure why not yeah you, yeah, yeah you're fine to say that because it didn't happen so it's fine um <laughs> so anyway all the girls are going uh oh like how awful the, those those girls are so lame and then all of a sudden we get this mysterious new figure a new challenger appears uh <laughs> sonoko who is uh, has uh, she's a schoolgirl and she has a plan and she has enormous green hair and a rose are you talking about sailor neptune <laughs> you think are you, are you talking about the person i thought was sailor neptune for like 15 minutes of this episode oh no yeah definitely not <laughs> sailor neptune this is a an entirely new character yeah i thought this was mishiro just what like doing uh 21 jump street i i don't know I, I, first of all i have no concept of how old they are <laughs> well they, we know they have a family <laughs> i think they're out of high school be two high school students and their mom and their daughter there's no mom yeah what do you think satsuna is Oh, I, okay. Uh, no, but also Satsuna's so the mom because she is clearly the one who has a job. <laughs> the impression I, the impression that I get, money, money, Boston's, is that uh, they are just graduated high school. That they were, they must have been seniors last year at uh, at Mugen, Mugen Academy. Oh yeah, and they got automatic graduation because their school blew up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's how it works. That's one of those rumors you hear, right? Oh, you know, if the school blows up, we all get diplomas automatically, and then the kids mm-hmm. all plot to blow up the school. <laughs> it's fine. They don't need they don't need diplomas anyway. They're filthy rich. It's fine. Right. Who needs diplomas when you have money? <laughs> I so I assume that they are now college age, but not going to college. But I don't know if that's true. I think so. I think in the context of the anime, they are. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. In the manga, I think they just take off after the basically the equivalent of the S season. They don't ever come back? They're having a gap year. Yeah, they just bounce. They're oh. like, we're going to go raise this child now. Okay, bye. <laughs> we're going to go live in a mansion with this with this baby we stole. I like I want the spin-off. Not with the baby. Like honestly the baby makes the spin-off less good, but I, I I do want the the two the spin-off of the two of them traveling around and and killing monsters. Solving mysteries. Yeah. I mean, the mystery of who's a monster this time. <laughs> I mean, that's basically supernatural and that show's been on for 14 seasons. All right, oh I'm in. Yeah. Except this time they're actually lovers. They're not cousins. They're <laughs> They're not brothers, obviously. <laughs> so, no, no, no. There's, there's spicy fanfic online. <laughs> there is. Who's this mysterious figure? It's not Sailor Neptune, uh, but we'll find out who shortly. Yeah, I, I honestly thought it was a very off-model Michiru. That's very funny. Mm. Not for not for 15 minutes, but like at first. <laughs> Until the next time they appear, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you were just like, what? <laughs> Since when does, does Michiru like, have a like catty girl backup group <laughs> to complain about men who she totally could have slept with anytime she wanted to because he literally offered yeah very off model <laughs> <laughs> what is right. this show on about sometimes <laughs> it's a weird show so uh ray finds out that yusagi's playing softball with say and ray is super jealous and telling her just don't do it you have a boyfriend. Why are you? What are you kind of? What kind of conniving thing are you pulling here? And Seiya is going to train her how to play softball after school. So this is an after school session. Which, which is, at first I was very confused why there was a baby present at their high school, <laughs> but it's after school, I guess. Uh, chibi chibi. Jukon High is very progressive. <laughs> Just bring your baby to school. Uh, <laughs> Uh, since since the city keeps getting almost destroyed, they've they've loosened their rules in Tokyo a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, what is the, uh, are the is the daycare all asleep again? Everyone who works there is in a coma. All right, bring the I baby to school. Take your kids home. Oh, did two uh, aliens show up and try to target babies? <laughs> so I got to come pick up the kid. Yeah, all right. Are they saying they're brother and sister, but they're really, really, really close to each other? Oh, no. Oh, oh yeah. I just yeah. had flashbacks. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, wait. So, the show... That's right. So, the show had a history of lovers pretending to be related even before the cousins situation. Oh, I never yeah. made that connection. <laughs> Good point. The cousins situation. <laughs> that's a... Uh, that's a... That's like a mystery movie of some sort. That's... You know what? That's the name of the spinoff. <laughs> it's it. <laughs> It's a CBS uh, spinoff of Sailor Moon. Yes. So, <laughs> okay, where were we? So, so he's going to train them. He's going to train her how to play softball after school, mm-hmm. and 
all the girls and the other two mics are there all hanging out to watch. And the girls are all like, it's silly to train him, trainer though, because there's no chance they're going to win. And the guys are like, why? And they're like, you'll see. Yeah. And so obviously Sailor Moon, God queen of the universe, who has been fighting monsters for five years. Uh, she's mm-hmm. a, the, what do you know? The kid's a natural. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that movie where the kid's arm is fucked up and he gets, gets really good at baseball and then gets recruited by the Minnesota twins. What is that movie? I don't know that movie. Yes, you know. do. The guys are like I we I we did a con where that guy was there because it was a wizard world and we kept calling him by the name of the movie. Not to his face. We're not rude. Not, uh, not you and me. <laughs> no, not no, uh me and Matt. God, what was what is the name of that movie where the kid's arm gets fucked up? Everyone's screaming at their phone right now, and I want you to know I can't hear you currently. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna Google movie where kids' arms gets fucked up. No, and he gets to baseball. Baseball movie. I mean, what team? The Twins. Twins. Um, <laughs> pain. It Google correct. It Google filled in pain. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Thank oh. you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we kept calling that dude Rookie of the Year, even though he's like forty now. Oh no! Oh, so this is like a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the premise of the movie, like that's why he's the rookie. Like he's like a kid. And he gets his arm all fucked up and his tendons heal super tight, uh, which means he like when he rotates his arm, it like kind of snaps like because it's like pulling back a rubber band. And so he can throw like 104 mile an hour fastball. Okay. And so as a child, he gets recruited to play Major League Baseball. And then in the middle of the big game, I don't know if this is the World Series or not, but like his arm heals. Like he he slips and lands on it and like knocks everything back into place, you know. Gotcha. L- like like medicine. Yeah, like, medicine. <laughs> like how injuries work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he has to win by cleverness alone. Oh, oh, oh! So he ammies this. Eh, uh, I wouldn't say. Like he, he doesn't do the it. math of baseball. Okay, no, he doesn't he, do the math. He tricks people, which I always thought was oh. bullshit. But then I did recently see. Uh, a clip of maybe the greatest out in baseball history where this dude is on like second base and the second baseman straight up just pretends to throw the ball back to the pitcher. And when the guy takes a lead off base, he just taps him with it. And that's it. That's, that's pretty so great. It's the greatest shit of all Wild. time. <laughs> so this is Thomas Ian Nicholas. Yes. He does a lot of wizard worlds. All right. All right. So welcome back to rookie rookie business. <laughs> That's what we're doing after 200, everybody. Uh, Oh, spoiler. Yeah, Chris lied. She gets hit with a baseball in the face. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I did lie. That was a bit. I apologize. (laughs) Baseball to the face. Well, it's not a baseball. Softball to the face. Which is softballs are much softer. (laughs) Why do they call it softball? It's like, I guess it's softer than a baseball, but it's not like soft. Okay. Are softballs softer than baseballs? A bit. They're less densely wound. I I think the string is less densely wound in the center, in the core of the ball. Uh, I thought it was because you kind of like throw the ball softer because you're throwing it underhand. Oh. Oh, no. Apparently it was because when the game was invented in 1926, the ball was soft and now it is not. (laughs) How do you even hit a soft ball with it? Well, I guess it depends what you mean by soft. Right. 
Maybe it was just a like a straight rubber ball. Or like a, if it was like a foam ball, it wouldn't go anywhere. <laughs> right. Wiffle ball. Yeah, I mean, a Nerf ball will go pretty hard. Uh, right, Nerf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because it's Nerf or nothing. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Do you ever have man balls? Mad balls. Oh, Just gonna, I... gonna let that question sit for a second and <laughs> let everybody know that I will not be taking the bait on that one. Great. Uh, no, Jordan, I, I don't like uh, that sort of thing. Oh, like, well, hootie who? No, like, 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 uh, like toys, toys that are gross. I, mean, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't go for that sort of thing. Uh-huh. No, like, I, I was never they into are, like they were gross. Right, they were gross out. I was toys, never right. into like Mad Balls or. You know, I, I fucking hate garbage pail kids with a passion. Oh, uh, well, that, that's very sad. We're just finding out so many spicy details. Yeah, um, mad balls were fun. That's all there is to it. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, so she gets a ball to the face. This friendship is disintegrating. Mad balls were baseball-sized rubber balls that were all fucked up and had fucked up faces on them. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Like one of them was like an eyeball. One of them was like a cyclops. One was like a zombie guy with his. With bits falling out, like a brain exposed, like one was a skeleton. Um, they were fun. They were fun, they, and they yeah. they brought them back wasn't, like a couple of years ago, and nobody wasn't cared. There a, was there a Mad Balls comic? Oh yeah, Marvel did a Mad Balls comic. Why did we? I don't even know why we're talking about that. But Saw yes, you saw he got beamed in the head. Uh, she fell over. Everybody's laughing at her, and or etc. Yeah, everybody's laughing at her because that's what you do when your uh, good friend who has saved you with the power of friendship and love gets fucking hit in the face with a softball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nose possibly yeah. broken. Yeah. Normal. Yeah. She could do moon healing escalation on it. It'll be fine. That's true. Then she screams, beautiful! <laughs> <laughs> and, her nose, and her nose does look beautiful afterwards, so it's fine. I think that only works if the softball was actually uh, had a crystal inside it. Um, I don't know. She's healing I mean, her face. Know. She's got a crystal, so it should work. Yeah. She's not healing softball. <laughs> Maybe that's why they can't find the star seed because it's actually like in a baseball and inside a baseball all this time. <laughs> so. so uh, so now we get finally introduced to who this new uh, this new girl is, and the answer is she is. Uh, well, what we get is we get a, a cackle uh, uh, about Usagi and how terrible she is, and a mysterious uh, shadowy figure up on the horizon, like Gandalf coming over the fucking mountain with the sun. Uh, a big sign that says "Love, Love, Three Lights," <laughs> and uh, she's like, "I can't believe you're trying to win." With, with 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 such a terrible level of skill, that's ridiculous. And we find out who she is, which is she's the head of the softball club, the captain of the softball mm-hmm. club, and the leader of the Three Lights fan com- uh, community. She's uh, a third club. year, so that's club. Whatever I said. <laughs> what did I say? You said community. fan community, which was like a very polite way of putting it. <laughs> it's all true. She's a she's a third year. She's big in the Three Lights fandom. She's, she's she's membership card number one, and the other yeah. girls bow prostrate unto it, even though they yeah. are like super powered heroes. But they're still like, oh my god, this girl at school is so cool. She's the they're first space princesses, the first uh-huh. member of the fan club, the first member. W- what was Amy? Thirteen or something? Yeah, something really high. 
So, but that's nothing because Ami is blown away by this. Mm-hmm. So, and again, I, why this, I don't, I don't understand. Well, this, this whole thing is ridiculous. This part gets really ridiculous. So <laughs> yeah, this part, the rest of the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, this, this part gets really especially ridiculous. ridiculous. The whole okay. show, the entire thing. Because here's what happens. She shows up and she goes, listen, I understand that as just a member of your fan club, this probably isn't any of my business. But guess what? Fuck that lady over there for hanging out with you. (laughs) That's a bullshit. We will never forgive her. And it's like, what? (laughs) I mean, look, that that is a pretty accurate portrayal of fandom as I understand it. Except that usually you don't get to walk up to the person and say it to their face. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually they do it on the internet nowadays. But I guess things were different back in the 90s. You would go up to your favorite celebrities and tell them that their relationships were bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to to the person, to the, the person's face, uh, like oh, yeah. to, to also the partner's face. And, and Usagi, to her benefit, is like, whatever, I have a boyfriend she's she's he's better anyway and then the other girls are like oh god no don't make her mad and then they like tackle her to the ground (laughs) they're terrified of this this school this this popular girl at the school they're very she's very dangerous Uh, and then the yes and then the conversation (laughs) continues with them every person present just completely ignoring the fact that yusagi is sitting there going he's not my boyfriend i have a boyfriend It it doesn't matter. She doesn't matter. <laughs> both yeah, both sides. Because this girl, uh, what is her name? So, what was it Sonoko, again? Sonoko, I think. Mm-hmm. Sonoko, yeah. Sonoko is going. What, wait, she calls her. Does she call her a monkey? What? <laughs> she calls her that yes, monkey girl. Yeah, which is rude. <laughs> Super rude. That is rude. And so she ends up saying, "I will. Cha- I'm challenging you. Uh, I mean, I was already going to play softball because I'm the fucking captain of the softball team, but." If we win, then you cut all ties with Yusagi. And and then say is like, and if I win? And the girl goes, if I win, I'll acknowledge your relationship. And it's like, there's no relationship. What are you talking about? Yeah. Poor going to be like, I I I'm basically married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have I children. Have... <laughs> we have two Literal. kids together, maybe, I think. Or a grandchild. I it's unclear. We get married, and I have them, and am God Queen of the planet. Um, but what? <laughs> oh, poor Yusagi. She's just very confused through all of this. Possibly the only sane one in this episode. <laughs> this poor Usagi. Yeah, poor, poor Usagi. <laughs> she's, she's doing her damnedest in this episode. She really is. <laughs> <laughs> she's very... I, I mean, again, this is why... I, I mean, I kind of feel like... How do you how do you guys like this and and hate Memoru at the beginning of the show? It's fucking the same shit, I guess. And the difference is he's the same age as she is. That's the big. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the big <laughs> one. Also, as you might recall, I'm not into Sayo. Well, sure. I mean, I'm not. Oh, and then he goes, "Let's we're gonna win. Let's show them. Let's show them the power of our love," and which also fucks you sobbing up mm-hmm. this this episode is ridiculous and insane <laughs> uh speaking of ridiculous and insane cut to galaxia yeah <laughs> who's well, like listen, I, first of all i'm just happy that we actually get the villains before like 
minute 20 in this episode, which has been a trend yeah. recently. <laughs> uh, we do get to see Aluminum Siren and Ligro, and Galaxia's like, you haven't found a star seed yet? And I really wish Aluminum Siren would have been just like, no, we haven't. Have you seen the show? It takes a <laughs> while. And it's probably going to be one of these five girls. I have two things I want to say inspired by this scene. The okay. first one is, I'm sorry to be superficial, but I fucking, I can't stand it. I hate her ribbon mask. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> Siren? Yeah, I hate it. Every time I see it, I hate it more. It's not a good design. <laughs> it is very extra. I am, I, all apologies to Naoko, but like I, Dude, it is not a good design. It does not translate well to animation, I don't think. <laughs> no, it's I just, think it's just it worked weird. fine in the manga, but animation is, is a hard thing to pull off with that many like fiddly details. It's uh it's kind of a lot. What okay, you've you've worked in animation and you've done yes. you've done character designs. What is the what what character design do you look at on the show and you're like, yes, that one I could, I could, <laughs> that one is, would be fine to animate. Because um, I feel like there's a lot of very busy and complicated costumes. Right. I think, yeah. um, oof, this season, this season in particular is tricky because it just, even Sailor Moon's outfit, and they do call it out in one episode. I think it's a later episode in the season than this, but like with the wings and the, and the ribbons and, you know, just all of that stuff is it's so hard it's so hard to draw that much all the time even just for like a storyboard um i wish i could find it but um aaron gladstone uh eglads on twitter did uh, a drawing once and it was when i was a kid i didn't have like the you know i didn't know how sailor moon ended so i i just thought her costume kept getting more and more ruffles and looked like this and then she draws this <laughs> This picture of Sailor Moon with like eight collars and, and eight ruffles. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, that was good. That yeah, sounds amazing. I need it. But yeah, I would say overall, like, I think they made smart choices in, in first season to simplify like the costumes because there's some some differences in some of the uh, the Senshi's um costumes, like subtle ones, but they made them pretty uniform. And I think that was a note early on. Uh one of the very nerdy things that I own is the Sailor Moon Materials art book. I think it sells for like a couple hundred dollars now, but I snagged it like way back in the day. But it has her original designs for all of the scouts. And I think that was at a point where they were planning to like go into animation while she was developing the show. So before she started drawing the main manga, it was like a transitional period after, after she finished Sailor V, the original Sailor V comic. And so each of the senshi was going to have a very individualistic, like, uniform. Uh, and then the animation crew was like, oh, God, please don't. <laughs> and uh, they ended up making them a bit more uniform uh, and simpler to draw. Um, but yeah, they, they get a little more extreme. Yeah, because the Sailor V costume's a little busier, right? Yeah, they they definitely paired it back to to make it a little simpler for um for when they started Sailor Moon. So, but yeah, they the the costumes get um fussier <laughs> as you go along, friendlier. Yep. But yeah, I'd say I'd say first first season essentially like that was a that was a good spot and those those costume work for quite a <laughs> while. But 
oof, I would not want to draw this little strappy mask with not not to mention just like a strap mask, but also like a multi-dimensional star, which they only draw the dimensions like I'm looking at like a, a close-up of aluminum siren and it's like got this little 3D star gem. And definitely when you're further out on certain things, they simplify it. They're like, it's a star now. Or if she's far enough back, like it's a dot. It's, but it's a star. Just pretend. <laughs> Just use your imagination. <laughs> uh, so, so we cut back. Wait, from... wait, 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 wait. So there was the second thing I wanted to say about this scene. Okay. Which is just, and this is sort of a common refrain with our ridiculous, stupid, idiot villains in our in uh, in Sailor Moon. Uh, but I just wanted. I, I've attacked Aluminum Siren. Now I want to defend her. <laughs> What's your fucking intel, Galaxia? Right. <laughs> what's the fucking what's the remit here? Hey, uh here's a planet with 6 billion people on it. It's one of them. Go. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I haven't fucking found it yet. What do you expect? <laughs> um, I have a question about this scene. Sure. Has Lake Crow always had wings? <laughs> <laughs> great question I've just not been paying attention for this entire season is that why i'm so confused no like crow does not always have wings yeah. i think they, they come and simplify go. it yeah thank you i was getting a little worried i've been i've been sleeping lately so. <laughs> uh so from there we cut back to um practice usagi who has been murdered <laughs> she's dead upon the floor um, apparently, Seiya was like, I know what's going to make Asagi good at softball is if I just hit her with softballs a bunch. And then taunt her mercilessly about it. Yeah, I don't think osmosis works. No. For this. She, uh, <laughs> she literally collapses on the ground and is like out of it. And then uh, the way he motivates her to jump back up and get back into it is by going, are you trying to break up with me? And she jumps up to be like, we're not even dating! And he's like, great, you're back at it. Let's do this. <laughs> and they practice into the night. Yeah, where the baby still is. Yeah, the baby's still there, of course. Because that's all you really need. Like That's right. Yeah, just coffee. Wait, what does he give her? He gives her like a lemon drink and then he gives the child something with Java. And tea in it. That's and a bad coffee. <laughs> like me interacting with a child, like, I don't know, what are you, two, eight? Here's some Do black like coffee. coffee or Fortnite or cigarettes? No. Uh, don't do not do that. Don't let me babysit, Jordan. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> I don't know how to deal with kids. I'm not good. So, uh, so they, okay, they sit there on the on the bench and they're looking at the stars and he's like, what is the, uh, all creatures in the universe have the light of a star in them. And um, that's a saying from, from far off country. It's in each of us, in you and me. And, uh, you know, there you go. And Ishagi's like, I've never heard of this. Uh, the stronger a person's starlight is, the brighter they shine. And you shine especially bright. And she's like. And she's like, you'll never shine if you don't glow. <laughs> <laughs> Hey now. Hey uh, now. We're all stars. <laughs> well. I like that also she immediately is like, yeah, is that what you say to pick up girls? <laughs> She's just like, yeah, I hear it with that crap. 
I wish he, uh, he'd have been like, you know, we've all got stars inside us. And it's like, it was like, I mean, I don't know. I think we got moonlight inside us, but whatever works for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he gets offended because he's like, no, I'm serious. She's like, you're seriously hitting on me. And he's like, no, I'm serious. This is like my actual philosophy of life. And it is. Mm-hmm. No, uh, but then he's upset because she's trying to give up. And, he, and he sh- he's like, she's like, you never give up, do you? And he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. man. Act break. <laughs> that's right. It is our that's 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 our act break. Woo! Cat, you having a good time? This is I I like it. I'm I'm having fun. I good. just having people to talk about this this really silly nerdy show <laughs> that I've been in love with since I was a child is is a is a good activity for me. I I have to admit I uh I started watching this with uh listening to your show with my boyfriend uh whom whom then I got into Sailor Moon and made him watch the whole thing with me on Hulu. Awesome. Yeah. It it is a great couple activity can confirm. <laughs> Making fun of Sailor Moon. It's a delightful activity. Jordan, are you yes. enjoying yourself? Oh yeah, I'm having a great time. Listener, are you enjoying yourself? If you are, then uh, you can help support the show. <gasps> how? No, you say how. Oh. I was setting you up to say how. Gotcha. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash sailorbusiness, where you can become a patron of the show for as little as $1 a month and as much as $60,000 a month. That's right. You could give us $60,000 a month. Don't feel pressure. Give us a dollar a month. That's awesome. Feel uh, a little pressure. Oh, geez. Yeah. You want to you lay that on our people that they need to be giving us $60,000 a month. If you have the ability to give us $60,000 a month, yes, I want you to feel pressure. <laughs> Mr. Bezos, <laughs> if you're it. listening, <laughs> give money us is so heavy in your hands. <laughs> it's so heavy. Aren't you tired? Give it to Sailor yeah. Business. Mr. Bezos, I gave you all the clues. <laughs> <laughs> but instead of a snowman, it's just two little Odongo buns in a in a face. Good. Love it. <laughs> so like, yes. if you're not gonna pay any taxes at all, then you should pay for Sailor Business by going to patreon.com slash sailor business. And the rest of you <laughs> can kick in uh as as little as a dollar a month. Yeah. To help out. Now, listen, uh for five dollars a month you'll get access to uh ridiculous things that didn't make it into the podcast like us talking about i don't know what are we talking about this time besides rem because i talk about them too much pretty pretty much all (laughs) you talking about rem no there was more than that i think (laughs) but also but also for 15 dollars a month if you are at the 15 dollars level as chris mentioned earlier you're going to get one of these awesome new pins of uh tuxedo melvin throwing a bit of fried shrimp it's amazing it's amazing. It's so cool. It's so great. Chris, do we have any new patrons to thank today? Yes. In fact, we do. If you will give me one moment to pull up the list of patrons. I'll allow it. Uh, while, while you're doing that, I'll, uh, I'll do a quote from, uh, from Twitter where Stephen Bush uh, made up the quote uh, as though it was from the, the last episode. There's no narrative reason for Vanellope to be a princess. It's just a marketing gimmick. Anyway, back to Sailor Moon. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that movie's bullshit. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm sorry. The movie's bullshit. Uh, I do not know where if we thanked uh, these people already. So I think some people might get uh, a double thank you. Double thanked. This I could know. happen to you if you were a patron. Uh, so let's say thanks to new patron Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, Nick is a new patron. Nick, we appreciate your help. Uh, Richard. Thank you, Richard. Robert is new. Thank you, Robert. Uh, Damiana is a new patron. Thank you, Damiana. I feel like I would have remembered thanking Potato Magic. (laughs) It doesn't sound familiar, but it will now. Thank you, Potato Magic. Uh, Nathaniel is a new... uh, Nathaniel's getting a pin. Oh, I think it's going to been plus, actually. Oh, Dankeschön, Nathaniel. Uh, Tengu. Thank you, Tengu. David is a new patron as well. David, we appreciate the help. Carl. Thank you, Carl. We have a lot. Wow, this is amazing. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a grip, man. Uh, Joe is a new patron. Thank you, Joe. DJ Twilly. <laughs> Thank you, DJ Twilly. <laughs> I'm, I'm suspecting... Nathaniel and DJ Twilly might be international uh, listeners who who are trying to help us out with some shipping on those pins. Gotcha. Uh, Jeffrey is getting a pin. Thank you, Jeffrey. Uh, Bishop, thank you. Oh, thank you, Bishop. Uh, Kevin is new. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, this is in all caps, so Victoria. <laughs> thank you, Victoria. 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 <laughs> and scotia thank you scotia and that's it that's a a bunch of new patrons thank you all very very much for uh supporting the show and uh helping us do it and and honestly helping us buy the pins uh yeah and and, and get the pins made so uh, you're you're the reason we have them and you are going to be the reason you have them as well um before we get back to the show i did want to just mention one thing which is just that uh one of our fans on twitter uh Kij Kasa, uh sent me an article sent us an article talking about how we were confused by uh young children running around the city but uh, and this article talking about that's just not unusual apparently in japan um children as young as two or three could be sent on errands and six years six-year-olds are often expected to navigate public transit by themselves uh i saw that don't send a three-year-old on an errand. <laughs> that is that is way too much responsibility for a three-year-old. Yeah, listen, I I mean, I have a two-and-a-half-year-old, and I am just like, there is no chance I would let him go anywhere on his own, ever, ever, for the rest of his life. So there you are. I mean, <laughs> eventually... Okay, yes, eventually, but not at this age. Is that, Yes. I, the idea of a six-year-old... I mean, again, we're, we're we're right near New York City, and so maybe maybe the folks in New York City feel differently. I feel like if I was still in New York City, there's no way I'd be like, yeah, you're six? Just hop on the train. Go wherever you need to go. Like, there's no chance I would do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, like, I, I mean, I live in, in Durham, kind of out in the, in the suburbs, so, like, my kid would have to drive. Which I'm not going to let a three year old drive. Not even the not even my Camry. What about a six? What about six? Two thousand car. Six? Oh yeah, sure. Six. Okay. Well, th- again, it's a Carolina. <laughs> you know, a six year old can drive. 
<laughs> it, it's only a problem if they get pulled over. So that's right. <laughs> Just it, it, and you know what? You know what I tell them: drive what? like you stole it. <laughs> <laughs> because Have that's what I'm going to say. If if they catch you, I'm going to say that kid stole my car. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah. So with that, <laughs> I think we can we can probably get back to the show. Please. All right. Here we go. Stars. <laughs> stars. Yeah. Written in the stars, a million miles away. That's the official theme song to WrestleMania 16, which is also I believe called WrestleMania you. 2000. <laughs> Was it from the year 2000? Uh, yeah, how'd you know? Just a guess. Mm. It's either that or it's the year 16, and they were just forward <laughs> thinking. Uh, so. Uh, Juban High School Sports Tournament starting. Actually, no, it's not. It's ending. Uh, we jump straight to the the almost the end of the tournament uh, mm-hmm. when the softball event is happening. So apparently at this point, we already have to take as read that Venus won the volleyball tournament or something. I don't know. But it's come down to this. It's uh, it's guess what? It's the Usagi Seiya team versus the the Sonoko team. They have tied up. Uh, they, I'm sorry, uh, Venus Mina, and Mars. Mina and Ray. <laughs> yeah, Mina and Ray have tied up the normal announcer and taken it upon themselves to become the announcers for this game. Uh, I gotta say, hell yes. Would love that commentary team on any sport. Not only that, but Mina announces herself. She's like, I, Mina Koaino, the school celebrity with all nope. certainty. <laughs> we have three celebrities at the school, friend. <laughs> Mina's the school celebrity. Like she, she's she's the big deal at the school. I mean, she is a superhero. I mean, well, okay, Ray, they're all superheroes, but yeah, you nobody know I mean. nobody knows that. Yeah, right. And Ray doesn't even go to the school. Right, right. She's just here. Ray just found her way into the school to watch this tournament mm-hmm. and comment on it. Uh, so again, in keeping with the what the fuck are they basing the, their decisions on, uh, Crow and uh, Siren show up at Juban High School going, hey man, they're having a sports tournament. Somebody there is going to have a star seed. What? <laughs> yeah. You know, sports. <laughs> and Siren is totally unbothered. So unbothered that she's just eating chips out of a bag. And I... I I find actually that really endearing. Just her love of earth sure. snacks. <laughs> oh yeah, I just um, like chips. He's just here for the chips. Can we talk about the uh, gender disparity in softball uniforms that we're getting in this oh. episode? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, you want, you you're, you're upset that the boys aren't wearing short shorts too? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 summertime. The, the, the boys of summer, Jordan, baseball players. I don't know if this is like a thing that you know this is what this is what you wear when you play softball in high school in Japan but like yeah the the boys have baseball uniforms and the girls have sexy baseball uniforms. All <laughs> they right. have like you're dressing as a baseball player for Halloween. I just googled Japanese high school football or softball. Uh let's see let's see what it looks like. 
I'm not seeing sexy uniforms. I'm seeing sensible uniforms. Mm. Yeah, I'm seeing only sensible things. Only sensible things. <laughs> uh, also, um, Sonoko is not wearing a proper hat. No. That is like a that is like a plastic visor. This I gotta say. I I am a I I work in comics and so I turned 35 and got super into baseball. And as an expert now, I can say that like this is not regulation. Um actually <laughs> all the girls are wearing them. Uh, Usagi's got a visor too. Uh like a like a poker visor. Yeah. 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 So I think it's all the girls. I I, I mean those are the only girls I mostly see in this so far. So I don't know if there are other ones to judge, but I guess they do have special concerns in that they both have very elaborate hairstyles that are very vertical. <laughs> right. They they need to poke out of the uh although wait, I think I just saw somebody else have one. Uh, Wouldn't it be good if she was the... just wearing a regular baseball cap with the like holes for the odangos though? Yes. That would be it would. Just a little holes cutting it. The weird see-through plastic visors are 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 on all the girls. There's another girl on the blue team that has one as well, at least. Hmm. It's weird, man. That's weird. Oh. Yeah, it's a weird show. And then, wait, <laughs> I think I just saw another girl on the pink team that was wearing pants. Oh, yeah, she's she's at bat. It's, it's like one tell. of the, the stills. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to tell. That could be a boy with long hair. That's you true. can't see their eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's but guess what? It's a it's a it's a nil nil game. The both pitchers who are uh, Sonoko and Seiya are both so good that they're striking out every batter. Uh, so it's such a boring game to watch. Oh yeah, yeah. That would not no, be a fun. So boring. <laughs> are they tied? Like are they tied at zero zero? I missed the score. Yes, yeah. yeah, they're tied at zero zero. Six innings in, which I apparently it's only a seven inning game. But they're six innings in, and it's it's I nothing. I think softball seven innings. I think that's that's legit. Okay. I think so, yeah. I know less about salt, softball than I know about baseball. So there you are. <laughs> Which is <laughs> that nothing. would be a boring game. However, a potential double perfect game <laughs> would be like about the seventh inning. It would get pretty interesting. That's true. That's true. By then, the tension is getting up, and you're like, okay, well, is this pitcher tired because they've just been doing this the whole game they're doing all the work nobody else is doing anything wasn't that uh was the movie for the love of the game isn't that about him trying to pitch a perfect game i don't know i don't think i've seen that one kevin costner sam raimi did that one sam raimi baseball game baseball movie but yes (laughs) (laughs) that's all i'm I'm very tired what happens like how much blood comes out when he hits the ball Yeah, it was crazy. It was it was uh, it was when he it was right. I think it was the movie he did after uh, a simple plan. So it was like Spider Man, a simple plan, and then uh, for love of the game, which uh, was it was like, whoa, what what's going on? Where's he going? Uh, but it was a good movie. So at the sixth inning, at the bottom of the sixth, or at the yeah, the bottom of the sixth, it gets rained out. Uh, well, not out. They're hoping to just pause for a while, but it's raining. Everybody mm-hmm. goes inside and hides, which is weird because the flyer at the beginning says a little rain is no problem it's so apparently it starts, it is a problem. Pouring. <laughs> starts pouring it starts pouring except that they're like it'll clear up and then chibi chibi has to go pee she's potty trained that's that's good she is and apparently she needs 
<laughs> yeah, she needs someone to walk her to the bathroom area, but then doesn't need any help in the room because... Or, or crossing traffic, like in the previous well, episode. Right, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but she makes Yusagi take her into the area of the bathroom, and then Yusagi's just like, okay, you got this, bye. Uh, and <laughs> she goes outside and has a nice little talk with uh, Sonoko, who is like, Oh, I'm going to fucking destroy you. I'm going to, you know what? He's going to pitch the ball to me and I'm going to fucking hit it. And guess what, motherfucker? I'm going to hit it to you because you suck. Yeah, because I am not only a great pitcher, I am also a great batter, a thing that is very common and exists in baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Yusagi's just like, yeah, yeah, listen, probably I'm not good at this. This is not my thing. Like, I'm going to do my best, but I suck. So cool. I mean, you're probably you right. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You do you. Have fun. As long as you're having fun out there. I didn't want to lose because, like, say is my friend, and apparently we can't be fucking friends anymore <laughs> if we lose this game. Oh, the some... entire population of this school has decided we are not allowed to be friends. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, yeah. That's what's going to happen. And that enamors her to Sonoko. Sonoko's like, oh, you know what? This girl's all right. I think you mean endears her, although I would be very interested in the storyline where it enamors her. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. Endears her. I mean, everybody's in love with Yusagi. Isn't that how it works? Yeah. <laughs> she goes, all right, now I'm going to break them up because I want Yusagi. No, no, no. That's not what happens. She just is like, you know what? This 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 girl's all right. Hey, hey, guess what? Usagi, let's have a game without regrets. Okay. And I feel like Usagi was like, I wasn't really regretting a whole lot <laughs> previous to this, but whatever you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> and as Usagi and Chibi Chibi are walking away, because, uh, because, uh, uh, what is it? Lead Crow? No, uh, Aluminum Siren. Because Aluminum Siren doesn't wait long enough. Wait, which one is it? This is Lead Crow, right? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the angry one, not the dumb one. That's Lead Crow. Okay. <laughs> so Lead Crow uh, doesn't wait long enough before Yusagi leaves the room before she attacks. Uh, so they hear Sonoko scream, and Yusagi has to go back and uh, and do the fight. Yeah. So she does the fight, and now Usagi has wings, and I know that she doesn't always have wings. Wait, hold on. <laughs> she does not always have wings. You're right. Wings come and go on this show, and may or may not be real. Mm-hmm. Debatable. The wings might be a metaphor. But you're not the only one who sees these wings, Chris. Mm-hmm. Aluminum Siren also sees these wings, because she sees Sailor Moon transform, mm-hmm. which gives her some thoughts. <laughs> Again, it, 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 the, the way you're talking is like, oh, there's a lot of tension in this story. I don't know. It doesn't sound wrong to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah more more good than with Seiya, I guess. <laughs> so guess what? Sonoko didn't have the fucking starseed, obviously. Why would she? She's just a girl who plays softball. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what she does have, though, and that is a... Completely bonkers monster form. <laughs> that yes. is also true. Talk about it. Walk us through it. This is among the what I mean, the all of the sailors in this season. It's, it's quite a design. Uh, would you like to, to talk us through it, Kat? 
real real quick, I will describe it in just a second as soon as I scroll to where I can see it. She does call her, uh, I think, the pink southpaw, which I think is really cute because she is actually oh, left-handed when she bats and pitches. And I was like, oh, that's a nice thought. But now to talk about that. <laughs> Sailor Uyghur. So she's got a spike helmet. Good. Uh-huh. Good so far. She's got short shorts fine yep she's got knee uh knee guards good protected mm-hmm. very good she's got some cleats she's got she's got good good shoes she also has a crop top with uh, a, a baseball on firmly upon each each breast yeah uh yeah if people remember <laughs> our our episode titles from from the long ago days episode 100 this is base boobs yeah base boobs <laughs> Or, I mean, technically, I guess soft boobs, but that doesn't. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, Sailor is, is quite quite a design. Oh, and the hair. Yeah, the I hair is a, is a big deal. The hair, because it appears appears as like a, a long ponytail of sorts, but where it wrapped and then with a softball, like softballs all the way down. Yeah, like five. It, Five, I think five softballs. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> so, um, the the first thing that happens in this fight is uh, also like the first thing that happens in uh, my favorite scene in Batman Year One, where where Jim Gordon gives that guy the baseball bat and then right. beats the shit out of him. Right. Yeah. Except for Sailor Sailor Leaguer throws a baseball bat at Usagi, mm-hmm. and then. And then after she had to see this one coming, after giving her a bat, she then throws a bunch of balls at her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, I feel like maybe she was underestimating her. But it's like, yes. like, yeah, guess what? I am in my god queen form now. Definitely. And I have been practicing softball all week. So maybe <laughs> correct. I have up to three hours of training. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's it right back in her face impressive yeah uh and she like and she fucking whomps it too it is great like we see we get a close-up of her boot as she like slide like slides into position mm-hmm. and then she goes overhead with it it's awesome yeah. <laughs> the only problem with this is that i wish she would have used her wand oh instead of that that would have been pretty good well, yeah. she does then attempt to use her wand and gets yeah, hit but not in the as back a, not of as a baseball ball. bat. She doesn't try to hit a ball with it. No, mm-hmm. no, no, that's true. She she goes to heal heal Sonoko, so she can taunt her some more about about Seiya and finish the game. But she is interrupted. She's interrupted by an aluminum siren showing up and going. So it's you who's got the star seed, and trying to rip Sailor Moon's star seed out. An interesting proposition. Mm-hmm. Again, Jordan, you're the wording you're using is <laughs> wild corny, man. No, no, that was for you because you've been saying the whole time that she's the one with the star seed, right? Well, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. how it works. Yeah, that's how the show typically works. So maybe that's maybe she's catching on. This entire time, uh well, I guess like I guess Sailor Leaguer is menacing uh Chibi Chibi. Mm-hmm. Uh, having recovered from getting hit in the face uh she also has claws but her claws are a mitt that's a pretty good design choice mm-hmm. right chibi chibi 
executes a uh, dodge and Sailor Leaguer face plan presumably just so that we can get this 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 shot of someone someone's having some fun with Sailor Leaguer down at the old cartoon factory mm-hmm. that's what they're called right cartoon factories yes I see what happened here, Chris. You were so distracted by Sailor Leaguer's butt, you missed <laughs> that Chibi Chibi grabs Sailor Moon's wand and transforms into a Sailor Scout. I did. Because that is what happens. I did miss it. Well, we see her grab the wand, and then we cut to all of our scouts having, like, like feeling a, a trembling in the forest or some shit, or, get, or their spider sense going on, their sailor sense going off. <laughs> Each of them going like, oh, what's, what is this? I feel, oh my goodness, what's going on? Including the, the Starlights, who say it's They're the birth of a new star. The birth of a new star, yeah. Yep. And also Galaxia, who mysteriously, why I can't figure out how they wrote this line, is also like, oh, I had no idea it could be hidden here. What? Y- yeah. Then why were you having them search here? <laughs> It's it's not a it's not a great light choice because well, I was just killing a thousand years searching this place, but I didn't think it was going to actually be here. Fuck! Yeah. Is this the light that will change my fate? I had no idea it was hidden on this remote planet. I've just been having them search it for funsies. I Ridiculous. just wanted to make them feel punished. Hey, I like this show, but I don't know if it's good. <laughs> I love this show, but I don't know if it's good. That's where I'm at. Right now. <laughs> so then. Uh, yeah, Usagi is like having like a, I don't know, having like a psychic plane encounter with Chibi Chibi. And Chibi Chibi is a Sailor Scout in this. Uh, if you if you look, uh, she's got the little heart shaped like the things on her Odango. She's wearing a tiara, which Sailor Moon doesn't even do anymore. She's got a more formalized Sailor uniform than she's used to. It's, a, you mm. know, it's, it's small, so I can see how you'd miss it. But yeah, she is decked out like a scout now. Yeah, so she like this is where the the wand. What is the name of this thing? The tiara, I think. There's a longer name. Yeah, I don't uh, remember. Well, Usagi gets a new one that she pulls out of her hand. Yeah, it's weird. It's pretty mm. sweet, actually. Well, the moon power tiara, I think. Yeah, it's tiara instead power. of tiara. It's a little confusing. Yeah, which- I don't know if that's a word. But sure. <laughs> <Damn. I'm> not. <laughs> not sure. This this whole sequence where she like smashes the two wands together and then like withdraws it from her body and then the the whole attack sequence. Like that's the thing. I definitely remember watching this attack sequence because I'm like, oh yeah, there's that there's that money. <laughs> mm-hmm. There there's where they spent the time uh, animating all of those feathers. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing and the sparkles. <laughs> Here's the thing, and I know I I know I have complained about Sailor Moon's power upgrades in the past because there is no explanation for them. And in this one, we have well, I don't want to say there's a, an explanation. There's a bit of an explanation because it's whatever the fuck is going on with Chibi Chibi. Mm-hmm. But with this one, the problem I have is not that it's I don't understand why she gets an upgrade. She didn't. Her power works fine. Like, mm-hmm. her power has successfully stopped the monster every time. And this time, the problem wasn't her power doesn't work. The problem was, hey, my wand's like five feet over there. 
Chibi's <laughs> like, well, how about this? It's a totally different power now. Uh, okay, sure. The child touched it. <laughs> I don't know. Like that seems very handy to me. Like if I'm like, hey, hand me that, uh, hand me that soda over there, and it's like, no, I'll hand you this juice. Well, okay, I, I, I'm thirsty, so I guess I'll drink that. <laughs> I don't know if it's good. That's all. <laughs> I love it. It's okay. Don't Things don't have to be good for us to love them. This is the lesson I've learned as an adult. Like, is it is it good? Probably not. Do I love it? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a Star Wars fan, so there you are. <laughs> there you go. Problem solved. Um, it's a nice it's a nice new animation. Uh, it's called uh, what is it? Uh, Silver Moon Crystal Power Kiss. Yes. yes. Silver Moon Crystal Silver Moon Now hold on. Is it a Silver Moon or is it a Silver Moon Crystal? And I don't know. Is it a crystal powered kiss or is it a Silver Moon Crystal power kiss? I don't know. I think we're you're in the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> is it kissing us with force or is it kissing us with crystal power? I don't know. I, I, w- I wish I could tell you. I cannot. <laughs> so the monster gets exploded. I actually really like... Again, none of the attacks ever look like she is attacking. Like, no. the what was the, what was the last one that like really looked like she was attacking that I liked so much? Well, I, where she does the kind of like bow and arrow motion. What's that attack? Oh, was that her? Yeah. Because I, I remember talking about how much I liked it. I don't know. I don't remember. I, I just remember her hitting people with giant hearts that would hit them like a truck. And then they scream, beautiful. Let's see. I mean, that's the thing is that her attacks are not attacks. They're saves. Like she's Largely, saving yeah, these people every time. With the exception of the tiara in the, in the first. Right, at the beginning. The she used to dust season. people. And now she doesn't dust right. them anymore. Uh-oh. Let's see. It wasn't Sailor Kick. Your but, moon uh, dust. Sailor Kick's probably my favorite one of all time. Sure. Why wouldn't it be? What was, what was that attack? Oh well, Wiki Moon just gave a, a kind of spoiler to me, which is just that this is her last attack. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yet there's only there's only thirteen more episodes. Sure, man. I mean, look, I would not put it past them to put another one in there. <laughs> moon Garden Meditation. Oh, right, right, right. That was yeah. at the end of the last season, the Super super S. Oh, yeah. Yes. Why did we not think of the most attacky attack being meditation? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. It's almost like a gentle uterus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a lot, of the, a lot of the attacks do not look like attacks. Right. This one also does not look like an attack, but I do like the way that the like the the energy is drawn to mm-hmm. hit. But yeah, Moongor's meditation is the dopest attack in the entire show. It's it's a shame yeah. that the horse needs to be there for it. Oh, the horse. Is that wait, but is that's is that the one where she spins a lot? I like the one where she spins a lot. Moongor's meditation is the one where she draws back the the wand like it's a sword and then like does like the thrusting motion and you see oh, it like yeah. from multiple angles. That's I think fine. Spiral heart attack is the one where she spins a lot. I like that one. Yeah, that one's spiral pretty cool. Heart attack is, 
it has that weird ending bit though where she like lands in her in her knees is a little strange yeah that yeah, is strange pose. Not, not the greatest finish pose we should rank all we of should them? rank every attack in the show all right that's oh. a that's a chibi soak chibi soak yes hey but guess what aluminum siren is not done with this she's like no no i figured something out here i'm attacking you again and uh then the starlights show up and are like oh really and she's like all right i'll see you guys later and it's actually (laughs) interesting this is probably the most interesting character development for her because see again she's normally very bubbly and dumb but Mm -hmm. then she turns to be like angry and evil um and vicious and it's 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 kind of unexpected i kind of was like oh all right yeah she has that that moment of uh showing through her the veneer a little bit of just like oh well whatever i don't really care but oh oh i know information about you they don't really call it out so much in this episode because she just i think she only says like oh that girl has an interesting starcy when she sees her transform but i think in Mm -hmm. the next episode she actually calls it out oh i also know who that person is sure and that becomes a, a plot point in the next episode that she knows who Usagi is. Um, but yeah, seeing seeing her sharpen up a little bit, but then also be like, oh, nope, that's too many people. Bye. <laughs> and just bounce. <laughs> is really uh, cute. It is. It's pretty funny. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, she's gone. And then the plot's over. And we can get back to the real plot of what happens in this softball game. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, we forgot to mention that when when Chivi Chivi touched the the one, it cleared up all the rain. I don't know how that oh, yeah. worked, but all right. So, so apparently, apparently, what happens is, uh, as always, uh, Sonoko wakes up from having passed out on the ground and just goes, uh, "Oh, I passed out." Anyway, let's get back to that baseball game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, having your star seed pulled out is not like having your dream mirror or being put into a coma. Apparently, no. come out refreshed and ready to do surgery. Passing yep. out and just waking up and being like, oh, I'm fine, and playing the rest of the game. It's fine. It's fine. She's fine. Well, you know, she is. She does great. Except she doesn't do that great because we find out Saya gets a hit. Mm-hmm. She throws a ball and Saya hits it. First, first uh, point of the entire game, home run. Then, in the second, in the bottom of the inning, uh, we end up with Saya pitching, and Saya's doing even worse because he's got two people on base. So he he blew it. That perfect game thing is out the out the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sonico's on uh, at the plate, and he throws the ball. Guess what? Just as she fucking said, she's like the fucking Babe Ruth of this this high school. Exactly what she said was going to happen happens. She hits it straight to Usagi. And Usagi's like, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. And then, big dramatic moment, does she have it? Now, let me ask you. <laughs> let me ask you, Chris. I, I really didn't know whether she was going to have it. I was expecting it to end just with her face planted in the dirt. And yeah. I was not knowing. <laughs> Oh really? Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was. I thought she wasn't going to make it, and then uh, Sonico's going to let her off the hook and be like, "But I, uh, no, I, I listen. I was only yeah. kidding. You and him can still be friends. I, I know you guys are are, are good friends." 
and then they do um, the playful rivalry thing or, or something sure yeah. yeah but no Usagi successfully catches the ball strikes her out game over that's not a strikeout right you're right <laughs> uh, out sir what do you what do you call it when you catch yeah, the ball she gets her out she catches her she out gets yeah. her out. okay right she doesn't strike her out because that's when you have three mm-hmm. strikes duh sorry yeah and they won the game usagi did it she worked real hard she did she yeah. did it and now we will never see sunoko again <laughs> yeah uh, sure. presumably she had to quit school in shame oh she, of course she leaves the country in defeat yeah <laughs> the end Ta-da! and she she finishes her little like oh yeah i'm doing well mama we won the game isn't that great she finishes her letter and mama looks down from heaven do they have baseball where you are in heaven <laughs> wait they do and if they and like it's like again field of dreams he, right. he could come he can come watch the the game yeah memo's <laughs> hanging out with kevin Costner. like yeah shit's wild right now <laughs> oh wonderful wonderful Ooh. this is uh this was fun it was a it was a it was a dopey episode but it was a good time yeah uh, so that brings us to the end, and we always like to talk about what we learned from the episode. We get a lot of moral instruction from Sailor Moon, as always. It's time for Sailor Business says, uh, Kat, what did you learn from this episode of Sailor Moon that I'm sure thought of all so much? Oh, boy. You know, I learned that even if I'm an evil monster, even if I'm going to throw about a million baseballs at my opponent, I should still throw them the bat. Oh, that's, uh, that's fair play. Fair play. She, even as a monster, she she is she's like, nah, we're gonna make this a fair match. Yep. Yep. I learned that the way it works is you can literally just be like enter into a contest and say, and if I win, I'm dating person of your choice. <laughs> Fandom rules. Yeah, yeah. It just works. Mm-hmm. It just works. How about you, Chris? I I I didn't I clearly missed out on so much. I don't have one. I did not you prepare learned, one. Wow. Well, first of all, I never prepare one ever. I know you don't. <laughs> Once. Well, because you don't respect the show, and I do. Right. Yeah, okay. So I usually prepare one. Well, except for this time when you didn't respect the show. No, uh, I learned that the best way to deal with a rival is to uh, spend a good 20 minutes learning the thing that they are good at and then crush them. Yeah. Destroy <laughs> them. Yeah. Make them rue the day. Wow. Why, you think she's ruining the day? Wow. I mean, probably. I don't know. Probably not. Did leave the country in shame. She did have to leave the country. And we, <laughs> last time somebody left the country, he immediately died. So mm-hmm. That's right. It's probably true. It's probably all true. All of those, all of those places that don't have a Sailor Moon, like the remaining... 18 kings of heaven are just there and they have no idea what's what happened back at point d they're just like yeah we have just been putting everybody in the coma it's like the apocalypse in in every other country as soon as sailor v left like london england screwed just everybody's dead it doesn't exist anymore (laughs) wiped off the face of the planet i wish i wish the episode that showed her london adventure was good 
in any way. It would be so nice if it was good. <laughs> <laughs> like the idea of Sailor V in London, it's like, oh, that sounds great. Oh, it's not that good. Yeah, you want it to be at least as good as the episode of Batman 66 where they go to London. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. Oh, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's one of my favorites. They go to Londinium. Londinium. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's the episode. Yeah, it's this one's fine. It's fine. <laughs> this is this is one of the ones that actually like, makes me like Saya just a tiny bit. Sure. Only because you you see him be honest with Usagi instead of just like continually. I don't know. Is gaslighting the right word? Just like. <laughs> It's just continually just straight up lying. I think we're friends. I really like you, like, and just following her around and annoying the shit out of her. (laughs) But he he has like an honest moment with her, and and I I like Usagi in this one because she she works hard for a thing. She's like, well, uh, I I hate this thing. I hate it. Um, but you're kind of my friend, I guess, and I I think I don't want to disappoint you, so I'm, I'm gonna try. And she she does. She does a thing. She she works really She's hard for it. She's a good friend. She's a yeah. good friend always. No matter what. Uh, I do wish that in Seiya's like, you know, big moment where he's talking about his feelings. I wish it would have been like, yeah, you know, we're singing, trying to find this princess, this queen. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh yeah, it's me, probably. I'm a, <laughs> see, I'm, I used to be a princess and will in the future also be a princess, so... Queen. queen of the, of queen, the planet yeah. in the future god queen of the universe yeah Just she will never be a princess again come on well when she she has her princess serenity form that she goes into she's like yeah sometimes i grow a dress That's spontaneously <laughs> well frequently she grows a dress actually sweat it out of my pores yeah you know you know how the hulk it's kind of like the hulk but it's like a nice white dress yeah and my eyes go dead <laughs> and i have no emotion yeah, and then all my friends died in space, I think. Mm-hmm, it's all true. Actually, all of my friends have died multiple times. What were you talking about? I'm sorry, here I am, <laughs> going on about myself. And my tragic past. <laughs> this show is wild. Her yeah. light shines bright, that's that's all I can say. It does. I wish, like, I wish Usagi would mention more often, just like casually offhand that she is a princess and like, you know, everybody's be like, yeah, that's Usagi, she's weird. Because, like, <laughs> the thing is, Usagi's not the kind of person who's gonna be able to keep that a secret. No, not really. She she's a princess though, the way Princess Leia's a princess. Like her planet's gone. Well her, her she's kingdom also, has fallen. She is also a princess in the way most princesses are princesses in that she will one day be queen. <laughs> but that's not, no, but she's, hold on, actually, you're right, except that the thing she's going to be queen of is not the same kingdom that she was the princess of. So actually, there's a big missing part there where we have to see where the part where the world gets together and goes, you know what? Let's make her queen. You know what? Crystals. <laughs> Let's just start making shit out of crystals. I think I feel, I feel good about it. Uh, really big ones. I live inside of them. We'll we'll get these crystal points. <laughs> They're all in Tokyo. I was thinking the other day that Naoko Takeuchi should do like a a 
like a not a reboot of Sailor Moon, but like a reimagining. Uh, and instead of basing uh, all the costumes on like the high fashion stuff that she based them on in the nineties, she should base it base it on like current high fashion stuff. And we'll get uh, a Sailor Moon that's dressed like Lana Del Rey's outfit at the Met Gala <laughs> when she went as the Seven Sorrows. Met Gala, <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, if you don't know what that looks like, listeners, look it up. It's dope as shit. It's, it's real good. <laughs> so, so here's what just happened in my head. I'm sorry I got distracted for a second because I was thinking about this crystal thing, and my brain went, "Oh, like." Yeah, they have all crystal stuff like uh, like Krypton, and then I started going. Oh, it would be funny if if Sailor Moon is like a kind of like spoilers, like the end of uh, Red Sun, where it's like, oh, guess what? This was all a prequel to Superman because this is how Krypton happened. And mm-hmm. then I went, shit! In that version, Chibi is Superman. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I do not like that at all. <laughs> oh, she be us of the House of L. <laughs> oh, no, Ugh. I hate it, Gross. but I like it. I have, I have problems. Oh no! Very distinct hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nebulously defined superpowers falls out of the sky one day. All adds up. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Oh. All right. <laughs> All right, let's call this. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think that's it. Uh, yeah, like no, nothing's bad in this episode. No, uh, Saya as actually like as you said, Cat like he's fine in this episode. Yeah. He's nicer than normal. True. Uh, the Starlights do nothing uh, at all for the entire episode. <laughs> but yeah, like it's 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 got some fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. But we have come to the end. So, Kat, would you please tell everyone where they can find you, uh, should you wish to be found? Huh. You can find me on Instagram under Kitty Cat Catherine with Case, all Case, Kitty Cat and Catherine, K A T H R Y N. On Instagram, I post art and pictures of my really stupid cats. <laughs> um, and then on Twitter as well for. Um, Shit. Oh, um, Meow Maru Cat, K-A-T, also known as Toots Magoots. All right. Yep. <laughs> I, um, I draw a lot. I post pictures of my dumb cats. I talk about animation. Jordan, where can everybody find us online? You can find us on Twitter at Sailor Business. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. You can find our producer, Jake Mason, on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. He does, uh whole slew of podcasts that you should check out uh how about you chris you can find me uh on the bab website as at the isb uh you can also find me by going to the-isb.com that is my website uh and it has links to all the things that i do other podcasts that you can listen to things that you can read comics you can buy ways to get in touch uh we're gonna do an episode of uh, apocrypals that's all about the wisdom tree uh unlicensed biblical video games for the nintendo oh, it's our boy. 64th episode and so it's episode nintendo 64 got it oh um, very exciting uh so tune in for that you might enjoy it if you if you like what we do on this show uh but yeah that's all i got i'm really tired i'm gonna go to bed
Sounds like a plan. And wait, before you go, what are we going to do in two weeks? Well, in two weeks, we will be back with episode 188 of Sailor Moon, a.k.a. Sailor Stars at this point, which is called Invitation to Terror, Usagi's Night Flight. (laughs) And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor.